during the pandemic and, and try to like dump it all last year, two extra years. So maybe that's why. But yeah, I didn't watch She-Hulk. Um, I didn't watch uh, Puberty Marvel, um, whatever it was called. What's it called? <laughs> Mrs. Marvel? Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel. I think it's, is it Ms. Marvel? Yes, Ms. Marvel. I I, the first episode was intriguing. It just didn't, you know, but I think Loki was the last thing I watched. Loki was really good. She was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, didn't enjoy Doctor Strange, and I'll, I'll watch Thor at some point, but I didn't hear anything good about it either. So Thor was, was like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Thor. I really right. did. For the most part, except yep. for that one that was really weird. Dark World. Uh, Dark World was awful. Yeah, Dark World was terrible. Well, then you would then you would love Love and Thunder. Same, very similar stuff. If you like a rom com, all right, guys. Next time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's a hell of a way to intro the episode. That was our boys Matt and Doc Haas over there from Pop Sports Shorts, weighing in on a little bit of MCU. Uh, it is Jared here helming the ship uh but every good captain always has a first in command and i figure what better first in command to have than the man the myth the legend the beard one portion of the bald and the beautiful skull shaver comes included batteries and everything included because we don't do cheap packaging here at the fourth wall pop network ladies and gentlemen Mr. Johnny Bones. <laughs> That's right. What's up, party people? It's me. It's me. It's JCB back again, sitting in front of my mic. And whew, my mic is hot. Just Jared. Great to see you again. As always, we are here given the, uh, uh, what is it? The 2022 Cinematic Universe Review. Going to go over yep. all things MCU and DCEU, which. I got to stretch all- a little bit. We got a stretch because, you know, a lot of content in 2022. Um, And I think, you know, let's start off with that conversation. I'd love to talk to you about that, Jared. I think we touched on this a while back, but there was a lot of content that came out this year. Yes. Most most of it coming from the MCU side, not so much the DC side. DC's making their, their way. They're trying to be at the level that MCU is at, but they got baby steps. Right. No, and we'll, well, you know, one of the biggest battles, I mean, they always talk about uh, the battle with Thanos. Um, we have a lot to talk about from this year, setting up the battle with Kang. Um, the biggest battle the DCEU has is with Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, but got to add a little uh, I rim said that. shot in there. I said that. That rim was really shot, good. Oh, rim shot. You know, that was that was really good. But it's it's the truth. But also, do you feel like, and this has been a topic that came out probably halfway through 2022, do you feel like it's too much content almost from the MCU? Now, personally, I feel like everything was paced well, and I feel like nothing took that hard of a left turn or, you know, went off course. I felt like, I don't know, I felt like I, I was watching an episodic show and the season ended okay now time for the next season 
So I think 2021 was a lot. There was a lot in 2021. 2022, I think, was a lot better. I think they spread it out a lot more evenly. If you think about it, you had Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Technically speaking, there was a Marvel product in between there that we're really, we'll acknowledge because we have to. But, I mean, look, it wasn't a terrible movie, but I wasn't exactly wowed by it. Um, But then you didn't have Ms. Marvel till July. You had She-Hulk in... Well, don't forget you had Moon Knight before that. Moon Knight oh, was in what? Right. That was how did I forget about that? Was that was April May? That's right. So you had Doctor Strange. You had two months to digest that. You had Moon Knight. You yep. had a month and a half, two months to digest that. You had Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. You had uh, about a month, month and a half, and then you had She Hulk. Right. And then you had about a month and a half to two months before Wakanda Forever. You forgot Thor Love and Thunder. So, so now, now here's the thing. 2021 mm. was a lot. 2021 had one more cinematic film than 22 had. And they had two more Disney series than we had in 22. In 2022, we had three different Disney series, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, and She-Hulk. And we had three cinematic films, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, and... Black Panther, Wakanda forever. So, yes, there was definitely a lot last year. But even going from last year to this year, people feel like it's too much. They can't keep up with it. And I understand, you know, listen, in this day and age, it's hard, difficult for anybody to watch any kind of episodic TV show live, you know, at the time that it comes out. That's that's the one that's yep. DVR and streaming now. That's why we have Disney+. Plus. But I don't know. I just wanted to get your take on that. I felt like the content was easily digestible while yes, there mm-hmm. was a lot, but I feel like it, I personally didn't think it was too much. I felt like it was paced well. And I felt like, I just felt like I was ending a season of an, of a series and then starting the next season. And also the, the episodic series, at least up to this point, and we'll maybe kind of preview that in, a, in the end, but um, up to this point, the episodic series have only been six episodes. So right. you're only getting six episodes and then you're done. And it was like and, that also last year, even with like Falcon and Winter Soldier correct. and um, what but else? There was Loki. A, there was, it did feel like a lot last year, it like did. a lot, a lot. Yeah. I think this year was spread much more evenly, but I also think 2022 um, was kind of the, I don't want to say the reset button. It wasn't a reset button. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, eraser year mm-hmm. it was kind of a um you know in, in sports we always talk about the rebuilding phase right so this is the ground floor of the rebuilding phase so we've already acknowledged that chris evans is not coming back we've acknowledged that robert downey jr in as theory far as we know in theory is not coming back right um and we'll get into that because wakanda forever opens a door for that but anyway Mm -hmm. um there's well hulk is always still that that 
I mean, we saw Hulk this year. We're, we're going we to see Thor. Hulk, and that's going to get into something bigger. That we'll, we'll we'll get into that later. I'd like to touch on where I think that's going to go with Hulk. But a lot of these pivotal foundation members mm-hmm. are not coming back. Their right. years, their years in the MCU are done. So now we have to close that book, and we have to open the new book and start introducing these names and faces that. Like you look at some of these names, like a lot of people, I play Lego Marvel superheroes with the boys. So I know about Ms. Marvel, but I didn't know about Ms. Marvel. Right. Um, So it was a familiar name. Some of the abilities and stuff were familiar, Mm -hmm. but Moon Knight, I said, who? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, She-Hulk. I mean, I know that there is a She-Hulk, but I didn't know the specifics. So I think they are doing a good job in introducing these new characters. And I think a lot of who and what was introduced is opening a lot of doors for future potential characters, series, mutants to make their way in. So it was good. 2022 is a good year. So do we want to acknowledge the lame duck? I mean, the elephant in the room. I mean, the. do we want to talk DC first? Because I feel like when we get on the Marvel train. That, that thing's going to just keep going. It's not going to stop. Yeah, let's, I, let's touch I, on I feel DC like it's right the now. difference between like a freight train mm-hmm. and like the, what is it? What country is that in? The bullet train? The bullet, the, yes. Asia. So, yeah, somewhere in Asia, the bullet train. I feel like if we... We deal with the freight train first. It's going to be slow moving and effective. Mm-hmm. And yep. then we'll get on the bullet train and hold on for dear life. So, which is, which is kind of like what the DCEU is doing. Mm. It's a very nice transition. Uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, baby steps, you know, now I, there's a lot of DC movies that I have not seen yet that I just didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously a huge Batman fan. I still have not seen the Batman, the newest one, which I don't believe is actually part of the DCEU. It's, am I correct in saying that? It's kind of like a tangent. We'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. Um, but I think with the success that uh, the Infinity Saga had over with MCU and the way Phase 3 ended with Infinity War and Endgame, uh, DC realized, hey, we really have to jump on this and you know, make our movies mean something, kind of create their multiverse, if you will. Because I know, mm-hmm. you know, there's a multiverse happening over there as well in terms of timelines and stuff like that. Um, now, I don't think there's ever been a bad, bad casting for any of the DC movies. I mean, we could have our arguments on who was the best Batman, blah, 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 who was the best Superman. But in terms of like all the other characters they've introduced with Aquaman and I'll even go back to Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. You know, he had a movie and uh, anyone else. It was very good casting for those characters. I don't want, I'm not saying Green Lantern movie was a good movie by any freaking means. No, that was the it worst wasn't. movie I've ever seen ever. While he was good casting for the character, yes. I mean, the movie was done well. Um, but I think they got off to a big start this year in 22 with Peacemaker, with uh, John Cena, and then casting Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam. Are you playing something on your phone? Because I don't hear anything. 
No. Oh. There it is. That was really loud. Mm. That was very just, much delayed. I had to find the right spot. For those, um, no, that's what she sorry. said. For those of you that don't mm. know, that was obviously a snippet of the Peacemaker theme song, which uh, <laughs> got very oh. popular. Very, very yes. popular. How, ma- but- how much money did that band make mm-hmm. out of nowhere just for that? Yep. Um, and I really, I should have been a little bit better prepared. Um, but uh, yeah, that was, that was, uh, that song exploded um but the uh the series i think in all for their first episodic series mm-hmm. um they they did really well they made a great choice in john cena obviously we had already seen him in the suicide squad right which came out um, just last year which also was i was i from what i understand got very good uh good ratings critics like that i enjoyed the movie uh, very different from the first one i felt like i felt like the first one had a little more of a story and i enjoyed the first one too yeah i liked um, them both but i yeah. I, appreci- I, I appreciated the character work in, in both of them and uh you know one of my one of my favorite comedic actors nathan fillion playing a very brief role in mm-hmm. the movie but um you know, John Cena was the first of the DCEU episodic series with Peacemaker, um, you know, setting up a lot for future movies and future shows, I'm sure. Um, because, like, for example, uh, what, what did I just see? Oh, the... Um, after credit scene, or or no, in within Black Adam, Mm-hmm. You saw uh, Amanda Waller. You saw, I can't remember. Oh, God, I just completely blanked. And I'm going to be really angry when I see the character name. Mm-hmm. Um, from from Suicide Squad? From Suicide Squad, but also from Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you saw Amanda Waller. Oh, and uh, Harcourt. Harcourt gotcha. made a, a quick cameo in Black Adam. That's cool. Um, you know, being at the uh the black site. So, you know, you're you're bringing these characters back into the fold, um, back into the picture. So it, it's good that they are keeping these characters relevant. I'm sure that there's going to be plenty more. I know 2023 we have, I believe 2023 is Shazam 2 which I'm really looking forward to, but all in all um, stick, you know, but Peacemaker um, Peacemaker, I think really uh, set a very good foundation for them with the HBO max series. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it did wonders for uh, HBO max subscriptions. um, So people could watch it. Um, And I, I, I look forward to see what they do with it. Because look, at the end of the day, whether or not you're a DC fan or whether you're more of a Marvel fan, um, if it's going to provide good content and entertainment, I am absolutely on board the crazy train. So um, I loved the little quick tie-in of the Justice League at the end. Right. 
Um, no, I have that. I still haven't seen the movie yet, but I've heard a lot about it, and I am going to see it because I'm a fan of The Rock. I think Rock's one of the best actors out there right now. Oh, I was so talking I about at the end of Peacemaker. Oh, I think at the end of Black. Oh, right. No, that's right. That's he right. had a little I scene at the end. I forgot about that at the end. Yep. I forgot because I know that that happens at the end of Black Adam also. That's right. I forgot. Oh, about that. yeah. There's a big moment at the end of Black wow. Adam. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, quite frankly, it's December 5th. Mm-hmm. Black Adam came out October or November? October, I guess. Okay. Late October. So when we get to Black Adam, we're going to. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna we'll be, we'll be getting there soon because uh other than then um peacemaker this year that was all it was peacemaker was the uh episodic television series and then mm-hmm. black adam came out in the cinema in the films in the theaters um, i mean the films we're we're gonna go me. all, it's been all a while the films. I podcasted you know so i can't even these speak mo- correctly these moving pictures um so we're gonna acknowledge the batman so the batman okay. Um, I'm going to call it a tangent movie um, because it's not it's not DCEU mm-hmm. it's a character from the DCEU kind of an offshoot so I'm going to call it a tangent movie um, I I was very skeptical about Robert Pattinson I think of Robert Pattinson I think of sparkly vampires um, mm-hmm. so I was not very optimistic. Um, that said, the, the movie was very, uh, very well done. Um, Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot, mm-hmm. um, completely unrecognizable. Could not tell it was Colin Farrell. Um, so yeah, I've heard very, Thumbs very good up. things about about his casting. Yes, for that role. Yep. and also they 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 brought back the Riddler in this movie as yep. well. Played a by very, Dano. very different take on the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was very much crazier, um, and also like it, it less comic book e. Right. So. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the take on the Riddler, um, the startup scene of the Batmobile. The first time you see the Batmobile, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I it's, it was one of those where, I watched the scene and I actually went home. And rewatched it so that I could play it in the living room with the um, with the surround sound. Right. So, if I may, if you will indulge me momentarily, sure. Um. So, to set the scene, um, he's there trying to catch Oswald Cobblepot. Um engaging in illegal activity and you know that he's going to stake it out but he he you know it kind of cuts before you see what happens right and the scene starts to get very tense and this is basically what we 
what we encounter. This is the first time you see the Batmobile in the movie? Yeah. Hmm. So tense. It was intense. Um, Just wild. So of course follows right from that into a very wild car chase scene. Um, now, do you think this movie will tie into or can tie into the DCEU at any point? No, no, this, this movie is not comic book E enough. Okay. Um, it is much grittier. It is much darker. It is much more aggressive. It is much mm-hmm. more um, like how the Joker was. Right. So the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix was very different, very much not akin to the rest of the DCEU. Right. Um, so the short answer is no, I don't think so. Um, okay. Could they abstract into like another timeline, maybe chestnut checkers type of deal? Yeah. Okay. But odds are no. That said, you still want to watch the movie. Right. Fantastic. Okay. So now let's get back into the DCEU. Then let's talk some Black Adam. Uh, now, again, I have not seen the movie as of yet. I know you did. Do you feel like Black Adam as a character? was the right choice for DC to introduce now into their universe. Yes. Um, I think with the success of Shazam, um, with how good Shazam was. um, And I believe at the time, the, the thought process or the mindset was that um, we were not going to see any more of Henry Cavill as Superman. Um, So just from the Shazam standpoint, um, yes, because um, having Shazam and having Shazam 2 on its way, uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods, by the way, um, it was a natural thought process that Black Adam was going to show up. Okay. So I, I think uh, it was a good choice. Um, I think they have, I'm sure there was a likely, you know, oh, we have these characters and Amanda Waller and these mm-hmm. these black sites and all that. And <clears throat> excuse me, that ties into his backstory. Um. So it's it's going to set up uh Oh that's that's right. Um there are uh when at the end of Shazam did you see Shazam? No. Okay. So at the end of Shazam 
um, they are sitting around the room um, and they're sitting in the, the chairs okay. and there's six um, six kids that are have taken on the, the powers. So they're six full-size, you know, superhero bodies. Right. And there's seven chairs. And I remember right then and there, it immediately was <gasps> Black Adam because Black Adam has um he would have the the same powers gotcha um so uh he's he's kind of the black adam black sheep of the family the Mm. all of that um but i i i I think that was it was an inevitable choice let's put it that way okay that makes Um, sense and to either have a battle between or a partnership with superman was a likely uh, likely right. connection um and then within the movie i mean there's subtle nods the the kid whose house he ends up at uh has posters of the the keep going to say the suicide squad uh justice league all over his walls okay and he in the one big fight sequence um like tears a hole in Aquaman's um, does something to the Flash's poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, you know, laser vision blows a hole through Superman. So, hmm. you know, it's, it's setting up for the future interactions. Some may call those Easter eggs. Uh, Easter eggs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, so my, well, we'll save that for the end. Well, before um, we get back to Black Adam, I want to touch on Henry Cavill real quick because you meant you brought his name up. Yeah, because uh, obviously he plays Superman in the DCEU. He has shown interest in uh, being a part of the MCU as well, because uh, obviously we'll get into this also. But we know that at some point in phase six, we're going to be introduced officially. Well, I think we've already officially been introduced to the mutants in MCU, but we'll finally see the X-Men some point in phase six, I believe. And uh when we get to that, there's going to be a mutant Captain Britain that's going to be um, mm. introduced to the MCU. And he has shown interest in specifically playing that role of Captain Britain. Captain Britain, for those of you that don't know, uh, is the leader of a group of superheroes called Excalibur. Uh, also mutants who also at one point went to the school of Xavier, mm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. School for the gifted, if you will. Mm-hmm. But um Interesting to see uh, if that ever comes to fruition, you know, considering his role in the DCEU. Now, there's also no talks about a new Superman movie coming out at any point. Uh, but with Black Adam, uh, reviews were kind of hit or miss, man. Uh, but I heard The Rock did a killer. He did the best that he could do with what he had. Correct. But is it just a matter of it? Is it It's a, another D- DC movie? Um. No, I I thought it was good. Um, You know, you have uh, Pierce Brosnan's character. Two months. It's been long enough. Right. Pierce Brosnan's character is basically your your sacrificial lamb. He's got to take the hit and give himself up in order to uh, set everything in place for the inevitable victory over the actual big bad. Mm hmm. Um, so, but his character was interesting. Um, 
I think they could have done a little bit more with them. Maybe, um, you know, I, I think they, uh, they brought in characters that I think it was interesting choices on some of them because they're very much uh, MCU mirror characters. Mm-hmm. So, for example, well, that's, you, that's how DC and Marvel did it. You know, right. DC always had uh, an answer to a Marvel character. Marvel had an answer to a DC character. You know, it's a lot of copy and paste. So, like you had Hawkman. Mm-hmm. One could argue the Hawkman, it, Hawkman and Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Doctor Fate. Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange, yeah. Um, Adam Smasher and um, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Cyclone. Powers being similar. Right. Cyclone um, was the only one that I couldn't, I couldn't think of, like, who, who in the MCU would be like the counterpart um mm-hmm. I'm trying to see like I'm trying to look through there we go Marvel and DC comic counterparts um, gotta, gotta love the Google machine the Google machine is fantastic um mm-hmm. so we're gonna control F and we're gonna put cyclone so there doesn't appear to be like a counterpart to Cyclone. Um, so I'd have to rewatch the movie and kind of see her uh, her powers, I guess. Right. Um, but obviously there were enough characters in that movie that had um, clear ties to characters within um, the MCU. Right. Um Look, at the end of the day, I think people go a little too heavily into, uh, well, you know, it's rated this by Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb gave it a mm-hmm. 6.7. And Right. I thought it was an enjoyable movie. I think there was enough comedic, comedic chops, comedic relief, comedic whatever you want to call it in the movie that it made the movie really enjoyable. Um, I I liked it. I really did. I liked the movie. I, I, I didn't understand the dislike for it. Um, I could see well, some the, people gripes. The, the, there's going to be some of that also with some of some of like the, the MCU movies that came out. Uh, Th- this yeah. is just, this is the, the world we live in now because of the, internet community everyone has to have a voice everyone has to dislike something everyone has to stir something up because they want to be part of a conversation that they created that that's what it is um but we'll we'll get into that too with mc i mean listen this is obviously all subjective we're not we're not trying to stir anyone to watch dc over marvel or vice versa we're going to tell you what we like you guys listening to us because you like listening to our opinions either you agree or disagree but that's what this is open for this is this is how the this is called the conversation starter, my friend. Well, the big moment 
the big, big moment. Mm -hmm. Do we dare? We're going to dare. We're going to jump right into the big excitement with uh, Black Adam. Yeah, let's get into that real quick. So, and then we'll uh, then we'll hop over to the uh, the Marvel side. The Black Adam mid credit scene. Um, he's in his little his home palace, if you will. What's left of it? Um, a oh, drone flies on. in. Spoiler yeah. alert! If you don't want to listen to this, fast forward about twenty seconds. It might be a little longer than that, but maybe thirty-five seconds. Skip a minute, and uh, we'll let you know. Ready? Go. So, uh, he's having a, a little powwow with a video projection of Amanda Waller, mm-hmm. and this ish happens. Smoke fills the screen, and we see a shadow with a cape. Okay. No, it's been a while since anyone's made the world this nervous. I know that voice. <gasps> oh my God! It's Superman. Cue the Superman music in the background. Well, so uh, supposedly Dwayne Johnson went to those in position of power with the DCEU mm-hmm. and said, it needs to happen. He needs to come back. So and- now where is this going to lead to? That's my question, because right now we already know over the next actually i think all all in 23 we have shazam fury of the gods we have the flash we have blue beetle is going to be introduced to the dceu Mm. then we're going to have aquaman 2 aquaman in the lost kingdom coming out in 2023 so they have not had that many movies come out in the theaters in one year ever since man of steel came out in 2013 it took mm-hmm. them three years after that to come out with Batman versus Superman and then the first Suicide Squad. And after that, every year, it was no, it was two, two movies in 2017. Then the no, nothing again till 2021. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I skipped my, my mistake. That was I was reading the Zack Snyder's cut. <laughs> hmm. But then 2018, they had Aquaman. 2019, Shazam. 2020 was Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman. 21 was Suicide Squad and Black Adam in 22. So they're coming out with four films next year. I think that right there is really, that that's DC making a statement in 2023. And I think they realize that they kind of have to. Now, how, so I was saving this, so this is a good time, as good of a time as any. How do you think, um, the recent shenanigans, the recent nonsense, the recent whatever you want to call it is going to impact the flesh. Because I know that there was a lot of people calling for recasting, reshooting. Mm-hmm. Ezra, Ezra Miller absolutely lost his freaking mind. 
Now, I don't know. No one's come out and said what, if anything, they have done. Right. Um, but. Uh, what What is the situation here? I don't know what the. Uh, you, please, you don't please. you don't no. know about Ezra Miller. No, I well, don't. Ezra Miller is the actor that played the Flash in Justice League in the movie, right? Correct. OK, correct. Gotcha. So what since the, what's the uh, situation since the um, the drop of uh, the Zack Snyder Justice League cut mm-hmm. um, and his subsequent very quick cameo in Peacemaker. Um, Correct. He right. has been arrested, uh, charged and arrested for disorderly conduct. There was oh. a strangling incident. Oh. There was multiple arrests in Hawaii. There was okay. harassment allegations, uh, incidents involving a farm in Vermont, oh. yeah. burglary charges, and subsequent treatment for mental health issues. Yeah. Clearly, which That's I find quite, that to be quite a the criminal record. Yeah. And it all basically. Um, so he had the disorderly conduct was in 2011. Strangling incident was in 2020. Hmm. Hawaii arrests were in March and April of 22. June of 22, he had a very rocky relationship with somebody. Um, well, it sounds like they need to just recast him because if they are still planning on having now, I think a recasting on uh, now, again, this is from outside looking in. I, I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't follow the DCEU, but from what I understand, a big part of the DC universe is going to stem from the flash because of uh, flash the, point. Tra- the, the, the flash point, the time travel and stuff that happens yep. with that. Um, so if DC is trying to, you know, show, show face in 2023 by putting out uh, four films, they need to, he either needs to get his shit together or they need to recast them right away. So this, they can make, this movie is going to be the statement. This is the movie that I'm I'm actually interested in seeing. Like, I, I want to go back. I want to see Black Adam. I want to see, you know, Blue Beetle and Shazam and everything. I want to catch up to everything with everything, but I want to see The Flash. So I'm curious to see how they tell the story and how they tie in their timelines in the DCEU. Now, there has also been... um there has been some rumblings, some talk, some, I don't know if it's confirmed or not. This would be a perfect thing to ask uh, Brother Wade that Grant Gustin of the CW Flash fame, okay. mm-hmm. um, because when they did Flashpoint on CW, um Ezra Miller made a cameo in that in one of those episodes. So um there has been talk that Grant Gustin is going to appear in the movie. Okay. Um and as such there's been people who have flat out said use Flashpoint and everything that happens there as an opportunity to change it out and bring him in as the permanent Flash in the DCEU. I would not be opposed to it. I would. I, I, would I, do remember, I do remember the Flash from the CW Eleven days. I remember that show. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be a great pick for what I remember of that show. Um, yep. But you know, to to get more in, into the DC with what they have 
coming out in the future besides these four films coming out next year they also have a few uh a few weekly series in development uh really to air on hbo max one that is in development right now is an amanda waller series then there's one about with uh john constantine uh based off of a movie starring keanu reeves back in 2005 called constantine another character from dc okay uh also a series justice league dark that's been in talks for quite Hmm. some time though uh as of april 2020 is when they started developing or redeveloping the series for for hbo max Uh, a couple more talks about madam x another character a spinoff series of the suicide squad and also val zod val zod is an alternate superman in a different timeline and universe in uh within dc any any affiliation with general zod uh not that i not who's general zod um he was played by michael corbett shannon in um uh i believe he was in justice league oh no he was in um i know he was in man of steel okay he was the guy that he and Superman fought all through the city. Um, and he ended up having to kill him because if not, he was going to basically force Superman to, or he was going to go through and just start killing the, the people of earth. Gotcha. Okay. It's possible this affiliation, but I know, you know how like in um, Marvel, we have earth 616 and earth, Whatever right. I forget, whatever the Earth was in Multiverse of Madness, the that dimension, they have that too. They have Earth One, Earth Two in DC, right. but I believe it, Balzad was from Earth Two in uh, in the DC universe. So, yeah, they had it was like Crisis on Infinite Earths was one of the the sagas on the CW Flash. So, right, yeah, that's. Uh... Look, I, I again going back to it. I am always, always, always up for any good content that's going to come from it. Yeah, agreed. I'm always down for the new content and interested to see what DC has in store for us. But we spent almost an hour on DC, and they only hmm. came out with two things in 2022. <laughs> but that that's a good thing that we had that much to talk about. So there's a lot that's that's coming from from the DCEU. But now let's get into Marvel. Let's get into the Marvel side, Disney Plus, and what they have been doing for the MCU, especially since uh, the Infinity Saga came to a close after Avengers Endgame. I, I do want to circle back to the stuff we were talking about earlier uh, when we first started started the show about the uh, amount of content and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at what they've been doing in uh, phase four phase Mm -hmm. four, I believe was the longest phase in terms of how much content they put out. Um, I'm actually going to try and get my, my notes up over here. Well, also phase four was the first time they actually had any, uh, any episodic television series that came out to that tied into the MCU, everything else dating back to uh, Iron Man one came out in what? Oh, eight. 
Ever yep, since 08, it was, it was just based on the cinema. And also, even back in 08, it wasn't all it wasn't all owned by Disney yet. You know, you still had yep. Sony, you had Fox, you had M- M- Marvel Studios. Everyone was doing their own thing. Like, it in Phase 1, you had Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, The First Avenger, and then Marvel's The Avengers. So you got introduced to the group at the end of phase one in 2000. That was 2012. So between 2008 and 2012, they come out with six films. So so four years, six films. You get into phase two. You had Iron Man three, Thor, Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, event, the first, I'm sorry, the second Avengers movie, Avengers Age of Ultron and Ant-Man. So they got into the team-up very quickly in Phase 1. Phase 3 got a little bit more, um, got a little bit of a longer phase here. You had uh, Captain America, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. MCU really started to, 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 really started to pick up some steam here. Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers of Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and then Spider-Man Far From Home. So I'm going to throw a quick asterisk with, I have to do it on Civil War just because Mm -hmm. that's where he popped back up. But then also with Homecoming and Far From Home. Mm Mm-hmm. Those were, as much as they're still MCU properties, they were MCU asterisks in conjunction with Sony. With Sony, correct, correct. Yeah, so not until Phase 4 did... Uh, well, I, I think there's still a gray area there between Disney and Sony, even after um, what was uh, Spider-Man last year for... for... Uh, no Way Home. No way home. Yeah, it's not far from home. Too many homes. Too many homes. So that's um. So that that that, that was the first three phases. I think the I think the biggest thing with the first three phases was that we got to the team up very early on. Yes, we did our, all of our origin stories kind of in in intermixed with everything. Now phase four, they kind of slowed down. Mm-hmm. They're introducing all these new characters, trying to lay out this whole new timeline or multiple timelines before we get to that first team. We're not going to see an Avengers movie until what, 2024? At at the earliest, yeah. At the earliest, I think, at this point. So now we have to, after having all these extravagant, extravagant movies, mm-hmm. we have to go back and retemper our expectations and go back to that mindset when we had, you know, we had Iron Man and in the post credit scene, here comes Nick Fury dropping right. a hint about, um, you know, finding the, the guy with the hammer. It's like, oh, right. I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Like, so. It's, you, don't even, it's, you don't even get to see the guy with the hammer until two years later. Right. So we we have to, we almost have to revamp our mind frames and start all over from scratch. And that's going to be a struggle. Um, mm-hmm. But I, th- I think 2022's um, 
process was relaying that foundation and playing. I, the one thing that Kevin, actual Kevin Feige, not mm-hmm. K-E-V-I-N. K-E-V-I-N. Mm-hmm. One thing Kevin has been very good at is playing chess, not checkers. Mm-hmm. And hold the phone. Hold the phone, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, do we do we have a guest we have, appearance? We have breaking news. Breaking oh. news here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Breaking news here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Just in time to stop talking about the trash DCEU and talk about the MCU. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, he hosts the most lavish podcast, the lavishest. He's adjusting his crown. He's shining it up just for you, the listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Wade Ilson. What's going on? Um, So I'm going to have to listen back to this episode now to hear what you guys said about the DCEU and where it's good. Well, what did you mention? Just give me the cliff notes and I'll just agree to disagree. I'll I'll tell you, honestly, it was a lot of Jared telling me what happened in the DCEU and me. Okay talking them up and saying that they're coming for the MCU. They have a big year coming up in 23. Looking they forward do. to seeing what they have. Mm-hmm. They do. They, That's they, all. they do. I'm, I'm going to honestly say this about the DCU. James Gunn being in charge makes me a lot more confident in what he wants to do because he's now saying, I don't know if you guys mentioned this because I brought it up on uh, the most lavish podcast, which is exclusively on the fourth world pop network. Um, that the video games as well as the animated movies and some of the cinematic movies will all be connected somehow. Oh, we did not know that or mention that. So I'm glad you I believe they call that, that canon. Yes. There will be canon. Very cool. Uh something James Gunn has pulled from the MCU. And I know he did. I know he pulled some Feige moves. You mm-hmm. learn from the best. James Gunn is good at what he does, absolutely. But if you're going to do this with somebody else who you're splitting it with, James Gunn is going to revolutionize the um, the DCEU to a point where we can all be like, you know what? I enjoyed this. Right. I feel Black Adam was a start. It sucks. It didn't make it didn't make money to break even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Black Adam was cool. I will sit through that movie with that fast guy in it only because Michael Keaton is in it Mm -hmm. because in real life, I don't like that person. Right. Well, let's circle back to that. What do you Mm -hmm. think they should do? Are they, should they recast it? They already are talking about recasting. Very cool. Do you think they'll bring in Grant Gustin? No, they will not. They already have someone in mind. Gotcha. Okay. And it and it and the and the person they're choosing looks very similar to that person. I refuse to give them any mention. Okay, who is the person? Who is the person they're talking about bringing in? Um, it's somebody who's within who's worked on Warner Brother films before. I forget what franchise they're tied to, but they said this person would be a great replacement for. I forget the actor's name. I'm sorry for that person in the current Flash movie. Gotcha. Now, question, uh, Wade, because I know you would know the answer to this. Does DC 
are they dealing with anything similar to what Marvel Studios has dealt with with Fox and with Sony and things like that? Or does Warner Brothers have all the rights to all DC characters? They have all the rights to all of their characters. It's just a lot of muck within the whole once the Discovery deal happened, mm-hmm. like trying to figure out where what's going to go where cancellation of movies mm-hmm. are movies even still being made thank god we found out blue beetle is still happening right. and will be released uh it sucks the background movie happened i mean isn't happening right isn't because it was nearly finished even if you would have put it out as a streaming movie a la zack snyder's justice league mm-hmm. all three of us in here would have watched it and been like no you know what Let's be real here. Jared and I have had a main and one conversation about this movie. Mm-hmm. Once we found out Leslie Grace was cast, we were like, no, this is fine. Perfect. I have no issues with this movie. Right. Oh, Michael Keaton's in it? Bonus. Perfectly mm-hmm. fine. I have no yeah. issues with this movie. Brandon Fraser's in it. Oh, okay. Even better. It's probably not going to be the greatest cinematic masterpiece, but I'm going to sit through it because right. all three of those people have a common interest in us to go, okay, I'll watch this. Right. I'd watch this. And plus, I want to see what Batgirl's doing. Right. Very true. Yeah. The one thing we left off with was, I know, they're coming out with four films in the theater in 2023. At least there's four that are scheduled to come out next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the most they've ever come out with since. uh, I forget what I had said, whatever their first movie was. uh, Man of Steel was the first movie that starts Mm -hmm. off the whole DC. That was what, 2013? So since yes. 2013, they haven't come out with more than two films a year. So coming out with four this year or in 2023 is going to be big for DC. They're going to make a statement. And they have to. also with the movie, The Flash, you know, that's really going to help hopefully tell the story about these different timelines, alternate timelines, alternate worlds, etc. And I was telling Jared also, there are some deals with some um, unannounced, but in development uh, TV series on HBO Max as well. An Amanda mm-hmm. Waller series, a Val Zod series, a Justice League Dark series, things like that that are in talks. And mm-hmm. something that Jared and I have talked about over on Pop Culture Collective on the road, PCC on the road, also found exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network, that, <laughs> uh, that you know, DCEU being tied in with HBO Max is huge because that's where M- that, that's where Marvel Studios and the MCU really gained a lot of traction over the past few years is having the Disney plus streaming service being able to give the weekly television series. And that's where mm-hmm. DC is going to gain more traction, but we yes. did just start talking about uh, MCU. We opened mm-hmm. up the show talking a little bit about the amount of content that MCU has been putting out, especially since the beginning of phase four. Now with the weekly series on Disney plus, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I just kind of did a quick rundown to what we've already seen back in 2008, with the first Iron Man movie, you know, the first three phases of up till now. So, you know, let's just give it over to you, brother Wade. Let's talk uh phase four. Let's, let's start with the Disney plus series. Okay. We'll, we'll you have me for a limited time basis. I'm not, I'm a, I'm on loan for a little bit. I got to go back. It's Monday night guys, you know, uh, I got you, bro. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. 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 Uh, let's get your take let's open it up the disney plus weekly series how do you think that has helped or possibly hurt the mcu it hasn't hurt it really hasn't it's made it a lot 
you know what it is? It used to be back in the day, we had a huge gap between Marvel movies. So we would always go, what the hell went on between that time frame? Mm-hmm. Now we have these shows to put a proper balance into things and make us go, okay, cool. All right, I have this to watch until said movie comes out. And it always seems to be that these shows are, sorry, these shows are placed right before a movie is going to come out. Oh, did you guys, did I, oh, did you guys lose me? Uh, I did for a minute. Yes. Okay. Sorry. My, I, I it's all good. My phone. All what good. I, uh, before I go back into it, what I was saying was these, this is a nice fill in. These shows right. are always a great fill in for something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that they place these shows in between the movies. So like Wakanda forever was out, uh, a couple weeks ago. She-Hulk had just finished. So you went into, Oh, She-Hulk's done. Oh, wait, Black Panther comes out in a week. Okay, cool. Go right into that. Mm-hmm. There's always a nice little gap in between the movies and the shows, and it has helped a lot. Would I like to see more characters that don't get enough love get some love? Absolutely. Will I see these potential movies spinning off? And that's the thing, too. Another thing that kind of hurt, it, it does hurt it a little bit. You know what? Prime example. My wife watched Wakanda forever with me. Right. She had a question about who uh, who was with, um, what's her name? Jared probably remembers it better than I do. From Hawkeye and Black Widow. She's y- Yelena Belova? Yeah, no, not, no, not Yelena Belova. Um, oh, the chick from Seinfeld, Val. Oh, Val. Yeah. Yeah, I had to fill her in a little bit and go, hey, this person is from this show. So she's she's an asshole. We don't like her. Yeah, we don't we, like her at all. We've also only seen Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, mm-hmm. Val for short, only twice. It was the end, the end of Falcon with the Soldier, and the end no, of Black Widow um, too. The end of the Black Widow, right? But Falcon with the Soldier came out first. Did it? The, the Damn, series, it feels like yeah. these shows are blending well. I know. Yeah, I know. Because that was that was the tail end of Great Value Cap. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, because yeah, you're was, right. Um, yeah, because it was WandaVision, Falcon with the Soldier, started off 2021, then Black Widow came out. But didn't she come back again for Hawkeye? She came I, back again and was basically like telling Yelena she wasn't finished, like she had another job. See, I don't remember now. Did, was she? Did she show up in Hawkeye? Just at the end of Black Widow. I think Widow. that was that was at the end of Black Widow when she came up to her at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. So it was Black Widow and then Falcon Winter. So yeah, okay, yeah. And this is the third time we've seen her. So okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You know what? These timelines. Let's see. There you go. Those timelines are blending. I know. So damn timelines blending together. Yeah. Um. And they're blurred. I just want to see what happens with certain shows. Like, there are so many shows coming out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Like, one of the shows me and Jared have been talking about ad nauseum, and I don't know if you've known about it, it's a Spider-Man animated series. On Disney+, Plus. I've seen it, Pablo. I haven't started watching it yet, though. Is that tied had, into the MCU? It, it is loosely. Not the, not the 94 Interesting. show. Interesting. Okay. It, it is a show called Spider-Man freshman year 
Right, Take right. everything you know about the MCU Spider-Man and twist it a little bit. Okay. He doesn't get, uh, you know, the Tony Stark uh, push. Right. The Tony Stark rub. He gets the rub from Norman Osborn. So Which Norman Osborn takes what the original Sony verse was. Yes. So, and then we get to meet all of the villains we haven't gotten the chance to meet within the MCU. There are so many villains we haven't touched or seen that are going to pop up in this show. And we also get Harry Osborn for the first time in the MCU. Right. So that's another bonus show we're getting. I am very excited for Daredevil Born Again. I don't know if you guys heard the news. Yes. There's been some big castings. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't watch the the Sopranos prequel movie, but... uh, the guy who played the the uh, young actor who played um, young Tony okay. has been cast in a big role. That's nice. that was his son. Well, that's his son, his actual son. Yep, that was his actual son. Um, wow. Why am? Uh, oh wow, why? Can't Michael why Gandolfini. Why? That, that, yes. Michael Gan- Mike Gandolfini. He's been cast. Mm-hmm. As well as, um, actually, I can pull it up on the Most Lavish Podcast page, which is available on Twitter, at the Most Lavish Pod on Twitter. <laughs> so, cheap plugs all around. Cheap, all of, cheap plugs all around. Um, the two actresses that have been cast are Margarita Lavia and Sandrine Holt, and they are set for major roles. In Daredevil Born Again, possibly love interest for Matt. Sounds about right because <laughs> Matt, Matt's, a, Matt's a dog. Matt yo, got the dog in a freaking player, bro. He's a dog, yo. He got too many. <laughs> like, you can go through his track record and you're just like, dude, what? <laughs> now, wait, has it been announced that uh, the actors? Uh, an actress that played Karen Page and Foggy Nelson from the Netflix series were casted for Born uh, Born Again as well? That's a rumor that's been heavily speculated. A lot of people are saying that keeping that real close to the chest. Mm-hmm. We don't know yet until we get that official trailer. Right. And also... However... 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 Good. My girl, and and I know we've talked about the like and dislike for her but my girl rosario dawson hashtag rosario dawson throw her up there mm-hmm. rosario dawson may or may not have slipped and yes, said that, uh, that the punisher is coming back yeah she totally yeah. Uh, rosario we love you here we do uh, me and jared especially as many times as we shot at you on hashtag rosario dawson um <laughs> If you just mention her on Twitter and say something really nice, she'll like the tweet. <laughs> just say anything nice. Be like, man, I really like she was Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Like, I figured out she was Catwoman and totally liked the tweet. Like, she was right. like, oh, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing something animated in the Batman mm-hmm. universe. I was like, man, I only have an idea of who you're of playing who and is. this is, yeah. and who that is. And I think this is who you're playing. And she liked the tweet. I was like, yep. And I was right. Totally confirmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's, but she's good at that. That's one thing I will love about Rosario Dawson. She likes to help the fans out a little bit, give yeah. a little bit of leeway. And I always, I always liked her character in the Netflix series too, because she showed up in every series. 
Yes, yes. She was she was she, the Nick she Fury was the of crossover. the crossover. Yeah, exactly. She was the Nick she Fury was the of crossover. the Netflix universe. Yep. And I like that about her. Yeah. Um, another cool thing that I want to touch on with you guys, because I'm really like all over the place and I have to go back to, you know, enjoying Monday Night Raw because it's really no, good right now. Of um, <laughs> That's um, called doing research for the other show that you're on called New Normal yeah. Wrestling, found exclusively right here, also on the Fourth World <laughs> Pop Network. Fourth World Pop Network. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to toss that one in real quick. Yeah, no, 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 cheap layups. Why, why not? Layups all layups. around. <laughs> layups for everyone. Oh, by the way, Jared has been a guest on that show as well, which is available so it's beyond the fourth world pop network. <laughs> um, That's right. You were officially a guest. <laughs> You're officially a guest. Um, but yeah, one of the things I want to touch on before I head out, mm-hmm. have both of you seen the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer? Yes. 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 Are we all pretty much confirming that Rocket's going to go in this one? I'm not ready to acknowledge that that's what it means just yeah. yet. I uh, think that's what it means. I hope that's not what it means. Yeah. But I think that's what it means. That That's what it feels like. But can we just, qu- quick sidebar, mm-hmm. how, how is Gamora back? Did, I, did she come back in Endgame? This is what I can't remember now. Yes, she did. Yep. Yeah, she, she did. did. So she's back now. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's back now. It is 2008 Gamora. Wait, when did Guardians come? 2008, right? Not 2008. No, um, the first one? 2018, maybe? 2018. No, no, no. That's Endgame. 20, 2014. Guardians of the Galaxy, 20, 2014. That's 2014 Gamora. Okay. So now let me so ask she you has, because She has no acknowledgement of the Guardians. Oh, I got you. Because since the trailer came out after I watched the holiday special, in the holiday special, Star-Lord is mourning her death. So when does the holiday special take place? Right after Endgame. No, right after Love and Thunder. Right after Love and Thunder. Okay. And Love and Thunder takes place after Endgame. Yes. Huh. So, Go ahead. so if Gamora comes back in Endgame, mm-hmm. why is Quill mourning her death in the Christmas special? He's mourning his Gamora. His Gamora. But he doesn't Not... know that the 2014 Gamora is back yet. Yes, he does. They had, okay. they had, they had an interaction in Endgame and she kicked his ass. Yep. That's right. That's right. And she t- and they told him that's not his Gamora. Like they let him know, like that's Gamora from an alternate timeline. I think, um, I think uh, Nebula oh, yeah. was the one to let him know. Okay, I got to go back and watch Endgame, man. It's been a while since I've watched Endgame. It, it, it's it's yeah. a great movie. It's yeah. it's a, it's a great movie. Um, I feel, right. but the thing is, this is really gonna play now into, huh, into the TV. TVA now because mm-hmm. Gamora's from an alternate timeline in the current timeline mm-hmm. and she shouldn't be. Hmm. Can can that be said for a lot of the other characters that came back in Endgame? Um, I don't think no. Well, in, uh, Jared will correct me if I'm wrong. Certain things happened in the timeline where TVA was like, 
they're the Avengers. They're supposed to do that. Right. Basically, that's like what they told formidable. Loki. Okay. Yeah. So, like, they're the Avengers. They're supposed to do that. Loki, you can't do that. You're an asshole. So that's gotcha. why you can't do it. Okay. But he's like, they, they mess with the time, space-time continuum all the time. And no one bats an eye at it. So now, yes, it is kind of like, okay, the Avengers get a pass because right. they're the Avengers. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That could affect them. There's also rumors circulating that Daredevil Born Again may be affected by the TVA. I also heard TVA is going to have a, a big part in the new Deadpool movie, which has been Absolutely. Deadpool mm-hmm. and Wolverine. Uh, See, all of this, we could speculate all we want. Mm -hmm. All of this has already been determined by KEVIN. Yes, all (laughs) very true. (laughs) Yep. Thank you, She-Hulk, for asking for for when the X Men coming. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) When are they coming? That was Mm. love it. Top notch. All right. Top notch. So, uh, what was your what was your MCU? I already know this answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What was your <laughs> MCU moment of 2022? Oh, wait, damn it. That's 2021, technically. Technically, mm-hmm. it's 2021. So you're going phase four? Phase four, yep. Some... Okay. It's the Spider-Men. The three okay. Spider-Men on screen together. Now but I'm going to make it difficult. 2022, 2022. Okay, yep. Okay. Only 2022. Wow. Sheesh. I mean... Because Love and it. Thunder sucked ass. I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> oh. like that movie. If you're into a rom-com, you'll love Love and Thunder. If you're I into a rom-com, you'll love you'll Love and Thunder. thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. I only liked Mighty Thor. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can give you my moment, Jared. My moment was the introduction to the Illuminati in Multiverse Ooh. of Madness. Ooh. And then them getting absolutely slaughtered. And then all of them, but... is, I'm like, wait, that that's it? <laughs> I'm like, wow. Mr. Mr. Fantastic going into a ribbon party? Yep. Yeah, the, the, the smartest man in the universe. Yep. And there was supposed to be way more graphic kills. We were supposed to get an Iron Man in there, but it was I supposed heard, to be Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah. And what his, his death was going to be so badass. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just going to like, Okay, well, from what they said, it was supposed to be the wasp was in the Illuminati too, and it's supposed to be Evangeline Evangeline Lily's wasp, mm-hmm. and she gets crushed like a bug, one hand because two, she gets crushed like a bug mm. trying to sneak up on uh on Scarlet, and then Iron Man Tony Stark, the Tom Cruise version, she turns my man into a literal cube. Like oh. crushes him down into a cube in the suit. Wow. Oh. And, and that would have been so badass. What were the reports why why these never made it to film? Scheduling conflicts. Hmm. The original yeah. script was way darker. Um, but so, my moment yeah, in for 2022. Wow. Um Jared seen Wakanda Forever, have you? I have not, but I, I I know about it. When a certain person finally does that thing 
and shows up in the thing as that person. Yeah, that was a big moment. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Bones are kind of ruins it thing. for you. The thing when in the she, thing. Okay, so we, we it's kind of obvious who Black Panther is, right? We right. all know. We're not Shuri. stupid. Yeah, we know. It's Shuri. Shuri. It's Shuri. We're not stupid. But when Shuri shows up as the Black Panther for the first time, Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> what that was crazy! And then uh, also, Jared will know what I'm talking about when a certain someone shows up in the movie. That was an old shit moment. Shit, which one? Well, the one where they have a cut co- where Shuri and them have a conversation. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that was God. a oh shit. Now, <laughs> see, now I wish I would have seen the movie before we recorded this. I, I want you to see the movie. It'll probably be like Jared and I figured out the timeline. Wakanda Forever will probably be on Disney Plus around the time Quantum Manium. I was going to say yeah, January, February. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just wait till February, January, February. It'll be right there. Oh, don't wait that long. Don't wait no, that no. long. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't wait that I long. I can't wait that long. So obviously those of you that are listening, if you saw Wakanda Forever, you know what Wade's talking about. Yes. Those of you that didn't, you're in the dark just as much as I am. So that one that one really hit me in the heart. Yeah. Heavy. Oh, Iron Heart. Talking about Riri Williams. She was she no, we're not talking about her. She was great. She was one of my favorite parts of the movie. (laughs) Her suit was badass. Yeah. Yeah, her suit. Uh, they killed it with that. Um, mm-hmm. Golly! And that, and that well, was just the. That wasn't even the first version. <laughs> mm-hmm. When we get that new version, oh man, the Mark II, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yep, and the I, rumors of who the AI is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whoa. Yep. So Wade. <laughs> Uh, I, I know you have limited time with us tonight, but I want to get your take, man. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness got a lot of mixed reviews. What were what what's what are your reviews? I enjoyed it. It it was a good movie. It holds up. It it, did, it did gave it meet, us meet a, expectations. Yes and no. Yes, because I feel like you showed how powerful Scarlet Witch was. Mm-hmm. You, the movie wasn't even about Doctor Strange. It was about Scarlet Witch. Yep. It was about Wanda, which is great. Um, I just wish we would have gotten a little bit more deeper into what, like, where was White Vision? Uh what's going to happen to the to the Wanda after this like right. she has to now deal with the tra- trauma of killing people <laughs> uh, yeah. do you think that they're going to hold off on finishing that story until we get into Agatha C- Coven of Chaos yes oh, yes because they have already confirmed that she will not be getting a solo film as much as we all want it mm-hmm. but she will eh. be in a she will be in a, I do want it she she will be at a pivotal moment in the show. Okay. A very pivotal moment to that show. So 
I wanted I wanted more out of the Illuminati. Same. Yeah. Same. Since, since that was to me, that was our first official mutant in the MCU. Correct. I Luminous wanted Rex. so much more yeah. out of the out of the Illuminati. Um I'm upset, but I'm not upset about not having Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Um, yeah. I'm not his biggest fan. Same. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just, I wanted more out of that scene, but overall I enjoyed the movie. I really did. Yeah. Like, Agreed. I, 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 saw it I twice. really think that that put us in enough of a place where really any fluid changes that they ever need to make to the MCU. Mm-hmm. We could just easily bounce back to that. And we're not going to go, wait a minute. Like, mm-hmm. hold on a minute. That's not the original guy who was supposed yeah. to be Iron Patriot. Right. That was a different guy. I was a different actor. And we all called it out right away because Terrence Howard was, you know, uh, anyway. Um, but <laughs> so, crying on set again. Um, right. But now we can just say, oh, six one six died, so they brought in this character from that Earth. So eight one eight. Yeah. Right. Eighteen sixty four. Whatever number you yeah. want to use. Right. You so have you I, have I, options to play with. I thought that was good. Um, one of the the really good moments I thought from this year was that final post credit scene in Ms. Marvel where Captain Marvel popped yep. up. Yep. That was it a big deal. It had me very excited for the Marvels. It had mm-hmm. me very, very, very excited for the Marvels. Now, has it been confirmed who Monica Rambeau is, which version of her character she's playing? Because I know Photon. in the comics, she's going by Photon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and we are going to get I love this about Monica. I will always love this about Monica. She didn't give a damn if you have powers or not. She's gonna fight. <laughs> She's going to. It's going to explain the severed relationship between her and Captain Marvel. Gotcha. Because she, as we know, in WandaVision, did not like when she was brought up. Mm-hmm. They don't mention her name. Like, yeah, yeah she so wasn't all- there for. Because the mm-hmm. last time we saw the two of them together was when Monica Rambeau was a child, and mm-hmm. then Captain Marvel flew off at the end of the, of Cap, the first Captain Marvel movie. So I'm looking forward to a continuation of that story too. Mm-hmm. Like that, you and I both. Um, I am very excited for that movie. Two more things. Um, okay. Two more things. I'm trying not to hold you too much longer. Um, <laughs> getting as much out of you as we can, man. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 Please need to the very last too. drop. So, so they literally waited to the very last moment of the very last episode before they brought out one name, Jake Lockley. Right. So yes, I knew nothing about Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And I started reading up after the first episode or two. And I kept seeing it talk about three personalities. I'm like, that's weird mm-hmm. because, you know, it's a back and forth between the two. And then they literally was it post credit? Yeah, it was post credit, yes. right? 
It was post credit on the final episode. Yep. They brought out Jake Lockley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I'm pretty sure I shared the uh, Instagram reel of their filming for season two. Yes, you did. I cannot yep. wait for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to ask you about, since <clears throat> I I officially have not finished watching it, I've watched some of it. Did you watch Werewolf by Night? No, I have not. I will be watching it this week. So good. So good. I heard, yeah, I heard amazing things, amazing things about that. Because one of my uh, good friends, I won't mention them on air, because, you know, the MCU stuff, mm-hmm. uh, told me about it because they worked on the project and they have nice been, like, talking about it for, like, a year. You know, like, wait till you see it. It's, it's, it's an homage to Universal Monsters. Yep, it was done it, done so well. It had like that real horror movie feel to it. It was like that old mm-hmm. school, that black and white. It was so mm-hmm. good. And I like how they introduced Werewolf by Night character to the MCU also because, you know, Moon Knight, people don't know who Moon Knight is, but Moon Knight, Moon Knight made his first appearance in Marvel Comics in a Werewolf by Night comic book. Yeah. Back in like the 70s. So Moon Knight's been a character uh, in Marvel since the 1970s. And uh, I'm very happy that they uh, introduced Werewolf by Night. Now, in Moon Knight, you know the episode where he first becomes Moon Knight and gets to that big fight in the museum? And he, yeah. he's like punching the hell out of that that whatever. We don't know what it is in the bathroom or whatever, the room that has the mirrors. That was right. supposed to be Werewolf by Night. But they actually cut a lot of that scene out because it was too gruesome. Uh, and too violent hmm. for Disney Plus. I never, I never found the, uh, the the uncut version. I know it's somewhere on the interwebs, but I believe that was supposed to be Werewolf by Night. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with that, regardless. You know, mm-hmm. I love, I love everything that comic book movies have presented, especially with the MCU. Yeah. Um, Moon Knight is a character I'm really going to have to dive deep on because. <laughs> I I I told I've shared this lovely internet treat with Jared, and I hope you get to see it too. Um, just Google <laughs> Moon Knight Dracula feud. Okay. Some of the funniest memes have come about because of this. <laughs> I'll let you enjoy that. All right, let's see what we got here. Oh God. I know you're here, Dracula. Oh, you're a big fucking nerd. Where's my goddamn? <laughs> oh, these are good. Okay. There's a lot. You're gonna, you're, too. You're, yeah, there's so yeah. many. He's Love got it. this like long standing feud because you're Dracula is a buddy. Like it's long standing. <laughs> oh, I love it. Nah, but what uh, was the other thing you do? I want to discuss before I head out because the Raws are calling. <laughs> um. Thor has a little lover's quarrel with his with Stormbreaker. That that whole sequence cracked me up. And you know what? For whatever rom com hate you guys want to give to Love and Thunder, I love rom coms. I just didn't like this version. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna throw out one more thing. (laughs) No, the ghosts. The ghosts are great. Oh my god, the, the ghosts, ghosts were, were my awesome. 
I'm so glad they brought them to the to the big screen. But Mighty Thor, I'm telling you, we haven't seen the last of Mighty Thor. Oh, we have not. No, we talked no. about we it. We have not. What? Yeah. Who were the two characters we saw at the end? We saw Jane Foster, and mm-hmm. specifically, she spoke to Heimdall, Heimdall. who mm-hmm. was one of the pivotal people in mm-hmm. Thor being able to see into where he needed to get to. Heimdall's son. Um, so mm-hmm. to sit here and say that, nope, Jane Foster and Heimdall are done. No, they're not. No, no they're not. Not by yeah. a long shot. Not by a nope. long shot. We will see way more out of them. Um, and, you, and you know we're going to still see Thor because Thor is still alive and well in, in this universe. So there's still well, more coming out of Thor too. If Chris Helmsworth returns to the role, he's taking a break from acting for a while. Hmm. Because of uh, he found the gene, they found the gene in him as he was doing the uh, Disney Plus yeah. show he's a part of that uh, connects to Alzheimer's. Oh, yep. Early on set, so he's taking a break from acting to figure this out and work things out. So we might not see Thor right away. Oh shit! We could possibly see him in the in the Avengers movies, right? In a couple but, of years, all right. In a couple of years, but hopefully. You know, I think he finished the Hogan movie in enough time too. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna see it, but Jesus, um, it's crazy. But hopefully he is okay. Um, the one thing I will say going into Phase Five, we are now in that point where we are realizing this is not the same Avengers we we had in 2008. It is not those same from 2008 on it is a whole new group with a whole new set of skills and will they be able to work together will they be on the same page will everything seem to work out how the hell is ant-man going to be kang there are so many questions that we have and i for one am so excited for what the mcu and yes the dceu is going to present because Mm -hmm. i'm fully excited i just want to know what's going to happen with one of my favorite characters and that's Spider-Man. Because there are rumors around him as well. Because they're also saying, oh, wait, did you guys even talk about Across the Spider-Verse? Did you guys even mention that? No, we haven't. We haven't gotten nope. to the uh, Spider-Verse yet. Trailer drops next week. Oh, word. Well, you know where a great drop- place... You know where two great places to hear about the trailer dropping will be? Where? Um, there will be this thing on the fourth wall pop network called the content marathon, which mm-hmm. uh, seems to happen right around the week and a half before Christmas. Um, I uh, believe there's Jared one... is, is it called the 12 days of Christmas content marathon? Uh, it is, yeah. it is, it is. It is. Um, wow. And I, I, I believe there's one show on there um, called the most lavish podcast. I'm sure we'll have some sort of reaction. Um, yeah, and then, there will be another show. Uh, Pop Culture Collective might have a little something on it. Um, but you know where the best place to find all that stuff is? Uh, right here, strictly on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Boom. Yes. Plug. Boom. Boom. Cheap plug. Not a cheap plug. A lavish plug. But, uh, guys, okay. I got to head out. I got to go back into the uh, multiverse of professional yeah, wrestling. <laughs> which uh, we will be talking about very soon. 
Yep. Uh, <laughs> around this time tomorrow night. Around this time we'll be tomorrow chatting. night. We'll be chatting about this. All right. So, guys, much love. Appreciate you joining I, us. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, again, I am Wade on the Most Lavish Pod and part of New Normal Wrestling with this good guy, Bones, over here. Love you guys. I'm going to see you with a peace, a salute, and I'm out later. Yo, too sweet, brother. Too sweet, bro. Later. Peace. So, well, I'm really glad so, Wade popped in. Uh, we got some really good insight from the guy who really knows this shit. A little, you know, little bit. You know, like, I, I know the comics from when I was younger, you know, trying to tie it into the MCU. I could, I think I'm pretty good at that. Jared, uh, you're more of a casual MCU watcher, not really a comic book guy. So I, I'm glad that we got, you know, the, the, the guru's take on a lot of this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely jumped around a lot there, which is, which I was cool. It was bound to happen anyway, but, um, really quickly, man, if you had to pick out of the three films that came out in 2022, Multiverse of Madness, Love and Thunder, Wakanda Forever, what would you say was the cinematic film of the year? So I know the easy pick is Wakanda Forever. Let, let, let's let's tie it in with DC as well because you know we'll add Black Adam into that out of all the movies from all the universes what was your movie of the year so I know the easy pick the tugs at the heartstrings all that is Wakanda forever mm-hmm. um, I really and truly think um, it's multiverse of madness I really do Um I think it neatly tied a bow on some of the stuff that was brought to the surface in 2021 um, with Loki and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, like I said earlier, it put in place all of the ability for us to pivot and change as necessary. Um, And I, I, I just... I thoroughly enjoy Doctor Strange. Right. Um, and I think it it just it kicked off nicely from the events of No Way Home. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I think that was that was my pick. Cause I, I feel like going with Wakanda Forever, it's it's just too too easy. Yeah, now I so. haven't seen Wakanda Forever yet, but even I'm on the same boat as you. I would have to go Multiverse of Madness uh, as the the number one cinematic film of the year. Uh, uh, like you said, it really helped tie in. So let me back up. Last year, we had Loki. We had Spider-Man No Way Home. We got introduced to what this multiverse looks like, these alternate timelines, these variants. Right. We didn't know any better. We got mm-hmm. some some detailed education on it when we watched loki you know from um mobius and then we didn't get introduced to kang finally and we're like oh we gotta wait for ant-man you know because that's when we're gonna really find out and then luckily we had spider-man no way home which had the three spider-men which was a pivotal moment in mcu in 2021 but then multiverse of madness really opened up the doors really explained everything um and going back to what we were saying earlier I think my my biggest moment in MCU was the introduction of the Illuminati 
uh, mm. in Multiverse of Madness. That was my highlight of the year. But now going to the uh, the episodic TV shows, we had Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, and She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I My favorite one was Moon Knight. I just liked the... Moon Knight was a darker... Uh, a, yep. a, a much darker story. I like the multiple personalities of Mark Spector. You know, um, loved loved Ms. Marvel. That was exactly what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. I think the actress, um, remind me of her name, Kamala. Uh, um, Kamala Khan. Kamala that, Khan. Well, that's yes. the. So that's, that's the that's the uh, the character. That's the name. character. But either way, the actress that plays her was phenomenal. Uh, again, we talked about it on, on a past episode of PCC on the Road, found right here on the Fourth World Pop Network. You know, it was her first time ever, ever being an actor. First time she filmed, and she was exactly what she needed to be in that. Iman then, Vellani. That's it, Iman Vellani. Looking forward to seeing what she does in, in the Marvels and She Hulk. Uh, very happy to see She Hulk finally included in the MCU. Uh, Tatiana, uh, great, great choice for casting fantastic show um let's get into what we're, we have to look forward to now in 23 well i just wanted a, a quick little quick little morsel little tidbit oh. as we like to do here on the fourth wall pop we network do. Little, little um, you you made a, a very big deal about henry cavill and his potential cross from the dceu to the mcu um with as Wade mentioned, James Gunn uh, sort of assuming the helm for the DCEU. Um, and be, he's kind of in that overlap period. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple people in the Guardians holiday special are, and coincidentally, the Guardians 3 are brought over from uh, the DCEU, specifically Peacemaker. Our big bad in the Guardians three, um, and I knew that I wasn't going to be ready for this, and I should have been. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm-hmm. So under our cast, obviously we have all the respective Guardians. Right. Um, we're going to have Will Poulter as Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, the high evolutionary show Chuk. I know I'm going to screw this up. Chukwudi Iwuji. Um, One more time. Chukwudi Iwuji. I know who you. Yeah. Yeah. So Him. he was. He was kind of the. The, supervisor supervising agent. For peacemakers group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you have one or two other characters from that show who are going to be, uh, showing up in the background. There was a couple in the guardians holiday special. Um, but yeah, so you kind of have, he's bringing people back and forth between the two, between the two universes, which is is interesting. I think that's very interesting that they're doing that. So what we have to look forward to. Um, well, I'm, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to Quantumania. I am. That I think that's going to be another pivotal moment 
kind of like how Multiverse of Madness was. Let's start off the new year with Quantumania. Uh, we already know we're going to finally get to see Kang again. We haven't seen him mm-hmm. now since Loki, uh, which was back in 2021. And and we obviously know, you know, after, uh, what was it, the, the Comic-Con earlier this year when Kevin Feige uh, introduced Phase 5 and Phase 6, we know we're going to be getting Avengers, the Kang dynasty. So this, we obviously yep. know that Kang is going to be the big bad for uh, the end of uh, Phase 6. So interested to see what that's going to open up. Um, also, I'm looking forward to the Captain America New World Order, which won't be out till 2024. But another Captain America film, that's going to be really awesome to see how they bring that to light with, um, like I think it was named Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson? Yes. Mm-hmm. As uh, Falcon, as the new Captain America. Um, I mean, obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be big. The Marvels is going to be very big as well. Uh, that's going to be some crossing of some timelines over there, you know. Uh, with Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and Photon, Monica Rambeau. Uh, Let's talk about Thunderbolts real quick. Now, Thunderbolts from the comics is run uh, by a couple different people throughout its its time. Most notably, though, Baron Zemo and Norman Mm -hmm. Osborn, the Green Goblin, are the leaders of Thunderbolt at some point in the comics. The way the MCU is introducing it, it's going to be run by Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, otherwise known as Val. We mentioned her earlier. We got to see her at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier as she introduced uh, U.S. agent Paul, Paul, not Paul Walker. Uh, um, God, we said his name earlier. <laughs> Can't remember God his name. Mighty. I, I know. The character. I know his. Uh, yeah, I, I know who he's actually. John played, John Walker, not Paul John Walker. Walker. John yep, Walker. Paul. Jesus, me. Paul. And, never and, mind. I'm not going to make that joke. That's yeah, let's terrible. not make any jokes. Um. Anyway, but so they announced Thunderbolts will be coming out. Uh, that's slated to come out in 2024 as part of Phase Five. And the uh, interesting thing was the casting for this. So we're going to have Val as the leader. Uh, we were introduced to Yelena Belova, Black Widow's yep. sister, uh, back in the Black Widow movie last year. Uh, she is slated to be in part of the Thunderbolts. We're going to see Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier, uh, in the Thunderbolts as well, which is interesting. And we're going to see the return of uh, Ava Starr as Ghost. Ghost, Ghost, who we got to see in originally in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yep. And also Taskmaster who we were introduced to um we were introduced to Taskmaster in Black Widow, Drew Black Widow for correct. a second. Yep. Also from Black Widow we're going to see David Harbour playing Alexei Shostakov. Yes. Otherwise known as Red Guardian. Red Guardian also from Black it Widow. It still fits. That was the that was the best part. I love that scene. Uh, and also, obviously, U.S. agent John Walker is going to be a part of it. Um, a couple, there are three names that we've already been introduced to in the MCU that I'm actually surprised are not a part of this because they're a big part of it in the comics. Not saying not saying they won't become part of it, but one of them is Emil Blonsky, the Abomination. Mm-hmm. Another one is, as I mentioned earlier, Baron Zemo, because he was mm-hmm. he did play a big part in Falcon and Winter Soldier, 
and he is a uh, a a leader of Thunderbolt at one point in the comics. And also uh Th- Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, General Ross, who uh they're having reports. Uh we obviously know the original actor. I apologize for forgetting uh, his name did pass away. Uh I forget if it was 21 or earlier this year. So it is being recasted as Harrison Ford. There has been reports that yep. Harrison Ford is going to be taking the role of Thunderbolt Ross. But in the comics, Thunderbolt Ross also at some point, along with uh, Emil Blonsky, because they're obviously part of the same unit. Um, he also takes the uh, the the the, the, the gamma. Uh, he becomes the gamma Red Hulk, and right? becomes the Red Hulk, which is right. also a big part of the Thunderbolts. So I'm curious to see if they're going to become a part of it uh, when the Thunderbolts movie does come out. Uh, what are your thoughts on Thunderbolts? Um, so for what it's worth, uh, the actor's name is William Hurt. That's um, yes. And William unfortunately Hurt. he did, uh, he did pass uh, due to uh, an unspoken of illness mm-hmm. in March of this year. It was this year. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so, I know very little about uh, the Thunderbolts per se. Mm -hmm. Um, I did know that they were clearly setting that up um, given that we already had winter soldier um, that we had a lot of the characters, U S agent black widow. We had a lot of the characters in place. Um, I wasn't sure how they were going to handle uh thunderbolts without well thunderbolt um but i'm glad that they are pushing forward with it um julia louis dreyfus just you know diving in on yet another gold mine because mm-hmm. clearly you know she hit pay dirt with seinfeld and and this is just gonna continue to do huge things for her and i i know that she's been in other things but um I think of her and I immediately think of Seinfeld. So um, I I am, I am excited to see it. Look, as we stated, just to circle back as we do. That's what we do here on the network. um, I I think it's going to be a lot of us retraining our minds to go back to that foundational level and to, you know, take everything that we've learned about the MCU process for the last couple of years, throw it out, and let's start from scratch and let's mm-hmm. temper our expectations. Um, Marvel has come out and said that over the next couple of years, it's going to be quality, not quantity, which I, I do agree with our friend Doc Haas um, over at Pop Sports Shorts, available right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network, um, that there was a lot of quantity. Um, I think it, it was quality quantity. But I'm glad to see that they're going to be moving for more of a quality in as we roll forward through the phases. Agreed. Um, let's see what else we got in phase five. We'll be introduced to Blade. Now, Blade is very interesting. Um, Blade does play a big part in the Avengers in the comics. But mm-hmm. Blade once played by Wesley Snipes is one of the original Marvel movies um, up there with Howard the Duck, 
when did you know what let's do a quick uh google search blade wesley snipes that movie came out in uh let's see 1998 god has it really been that yep. long the That's vampire crazy. hunter uh wesley snipes uh i'm interested to see how they're going to bring him into the mcu they already announced that, that he's going to be played by Marshala Mahershala Ali. Uh, we already were introduced to him once so far in the end of the Eternals and the cutscene at the end of the Eternals mm-hmm. when uh, I forget the character's name, but he's going to end up becoming the Black Knight in the MCU. Uh, found the sword. It was a family heirloom. And then he hears this voice uh, mentioning something to him in the background. And that is the voice of Mahershala Ali who's going to play Blade in the MCU. Lot, lots of tie-ins already right there. Mm-hmm. And then also, we're going to be looking at, uh, for some episodic series, we're going to have What If Season 2. Yep, we're gonna, we're can't gonna wait for that. The Secret Invasion, which is going to be interesting. Secret Invasion in the Marvel comics is a uh, a faction of the Skrulls, who we haven't seen the Skrulls now since Captain Marvel. Um, have infiltrated all aspects of life on Earth, you know, where you don't know who's real or who's a scroll anymore. Uh, so that's going to be cool to see how that ties in. That's going to tie into, obviously, the Secret Wars, which is going to end up being uh, happen later on in one of the Avengers movies, later in Phase 6. Uh, we are going to see the return, finally, of Nick Fury reprising, uh, I'm sorry, Samuel L. Jackson reprising his role as Nick Fury. <laughs> I was with you the whole way, and then I started. I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yep. Um, Secret Invasion is going to be set after the events of Spider-Man: Far From Home, so it looks like it might happen in between Far From Home and Multiverse of Madness. Question mark? Maybe. Uh, well, hopefully, we'll get some more. Yo, uh, I think Jared in the back has his hand raised. Um, we're, we're seeming to glaze over what would be a phase four slash five, phase four slash five, 4.5. Um, I don't know. Phase, phase five encompasses 23 and 24. Mm, Um, no phase five slash six, um, very pivotal return, um, and I don't care what anybody says, it's going to be MCU canon at that moment, especially because it's going to tie into an MCU series. Uh, it is one Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. Yes. Also bringing in one Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And many rumors have already popped up that uh, Morbius, right? Morbius and Morbius. Mobius. 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 Uh, Morbius uh, is the other guy. Morbius is that thing we're not going to talk about, even though it's... The vampire movie, which didn't really tie in, but will eventually tie in at some point to the Spider-Man films. That wasn't very good. But I digress. Uh, uh, Yes. Mobius and Mobius. Wow is going to tie into the Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And Deadpool uh, is actually one of the uh, 
first films in uh will, which will be considered phase six and that's going to uh as of right now air at the end of 2024 november mm-hmm. of 2024 uh but real quick rounding out the rest of phase five uh we're gonna have echo which we've already been introduced to um uh when the hell did we get introduced to echo why can i remember uh, now in um in hawkeye Hawkeye. I couldn't, yep. I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye. We're gonna see uh, Loki season two. We're gonna see Ironheart, which uh, for those of you that have not seen Wakanda Forever, we'll get introduced to Ironheart. Re And then we're going to see Agatha: Coven of Chaos, starring Agatha Harkness, uh, the sorcerer witch that we got introduced to in WandaVision, beginning of 2021. And then finally, Daredevil: Born Again with Charlie we. Cox. Uh, reprising his role as Daredevil. We've already seen him a couple times now in Spider-Man No Way Home and again in She-Hulk. Very looking forward to that. Also going to get Wilson Fisk, Kingpin. We'll be back again in that show as well. Um, And then well, then we'll go to phase six. All they have listed so far are four films. Deadpool 3, as Jared mentioned, which we are going to see you, Jacqueline, reprise his role as Wolverine. Fantastic Four. Uh, which and this is now we're in 2025 we're looking at fantastic four and then finally the two avengers movies the big team-up movies avengers the kang dynasty and then avengers secret wars so lots to look forward to here looking forward to where this all you know it's all going to culminate in the big team-up uh the big team-up movies which is going to happen at the end of 2026 so all i can say is buckle up and uh let let's go for this ride. I'm I'm ready to go, man. I gotta do this. I gotta do this because I I have to I have to do it because I've looked for any rumors that were out there on Daredevil Born Again. So we have confirmed Charlie Cox, clearly. Confirmed Vincent D'Onofrio, also clearly. Uh, debunked Deborah Ann Wool will not reprise her role. See, mm, I'm not willing to allow that to be debunked yet. Mm-hmm. That she will not reprise her role as Karen Page. Uh, debunked Isaac Gonzalez will have a role in the series. Um, so these are just some of the rumors. Tatiana Maslani will reprise her role as She-Hulk. Right. Logical. Makes sense. Jenna Ortega will play White Tiger. Okay. Okay. Chloe Bennett will reprise her role as Daisy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Jessica Henwick will reply, reprise her role as Colleen Wing. Okay. Tom Holland will reprise his role as Spider-Man. Alice Eve. Oh, I love Alice Eve. Will reprise her role as Mary Walker. Mm-hmm. I could do without that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Kristen Ritter will reprise her role as Jessica Jones. Um, Elodie Young will reprise her role as Electra. Mm-hmm. Wilson Bethel as Bullseye. Eldon Henson will reprise his role as, again, these are all rumors, as Foggy Nelson. I'm going to skip that one because I'm going to come back to it. Uh, Haley Steinfeld will reprise her role as Kate Bishop. Right. Um, which would make sense because that all occurred in New York City. Daredevil is centered in New York City. Yep. 
Alakwa Cox will reprise her role as Echo. Also makes sense. Right. Anthony Mackie. The Echo series as well. Right. Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson. Uh, Jeremy Renner as Clinton Barton. So uh, all these names are listed to potentially show up in Daredevil. These are some of the most popular rumors. And the please, baby Jesus, little seven pound, five ounce baby Jesus, don't fuck with me on this because I will be so upset. John Bernthal will reprise his role as the Punisher. I, oh, I think that, that's a please, conclusion already. Please don't mess John with me. Bernthal come back as Punisher. But in the Daredevil series, I don't want to wait. Right. I don't want to wait for phase seven. I don't want to wait oh, for God. this life to be over. Oh, I forgot to mention, hashtag Rosario Dawson will reprise her role as Claire Temple. Claire. Yep. Love it. So. Oh, I, I I can't I can't wait. I, there's just so much, so much on the horizon. Um, a lot of rumored characters: Vision, Kate Bishop, Shang Chi, Kamala Khan, um, Sam Wilson, Peter Parker, Clint Barton, Iron Fist, uh, Angela Del Toro slash White Tiger, um, Punisher, Electra. Ah. Oh. God, we're going to be introduced to so many different versions of the Avengers. Like, obviously, we know that Disney Plus already has the Defender series available, which was all the net these Netflix shows that we're talking about, which ties into Daredevil. The, the Defenders are a version of the Avengers in the comics. They were they were the street Avengers. I was going to say the yeah. ones that are on the floor. They're on the streets, you know. So I'm really happy that we're getting that the universe is just growing so much. Um. Dude, I don't know what else you want to talk about because there's a, so much we can we can go off on tangents here for hours. We yeah, could talk, we could talk about rumor and innuendo of the Fantastic Four. I wonder that's going. I bet you that's going to lead us to Galactus. You know who might be the next villain of our you know, world? Doctor Doom. We still haven't really seen yet in the MCU. So there's so many options of where this can go. We're going to see Silver Surfer again. I mean, they already bought him into the. Marvel movies in the second ever Fantastic Four with the rise of Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. Um, so many ways, uh, th- th- so many ways they can go with this. Uh, I feel like the possibilities are endless right now, man. And I honestly, I love what Kevin Feige's doing. I think he's killing yep. it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's put it that way. I am here for it. Um, I, I, I think we have firmly and confidently wrapped up uh, the 2022 cinematic year in review. Mm -hmm. Um, Year in review and year's preview. Yeah, the 23-year preview. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm here for it. I'm ready. Um, You know what we didn't talk about real quick? Are we, ever, are we finally going to see the Sinister Six? Uh, we, I want to see the Sinister Six show up in the, in the next, whatever the next Spider-Man movie might, might be. I feel like we were we, kind of getting there in No Way Home, but not quite. Can so we just forget. get Venom? Can we, we please we, bring Venom over? Venom was in the cutscene. Tom Holland was there. Uh, not I Tom need, Holland. Um, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy, the, yes. The, the other Tom. The other yeah. spider too many Toms. You have yeah. Tom Holland, Tom 
Hardy and Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Jesus. Yep. So. Yeah, man. I mean, Jared, at this point, love the MCU. DC's going to be making a big comeback, making a big splash next year. Lots to look forward to. One great year of content. Looking forward to the next. Jared, take us home. Well, speaking of great content, speaking of so much content to devour, right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network, we have tons and tons of content to devour. A little bit of something for everybody, if you will. Slide on over to your social media. Slide on over to the Instagrams. Check out at Fourth Wall Pop on Instagram, where you can then be linked over to all the respective shows. We do have good brother wade on the most lavish podcast we have the smoking jays we have crossroads we have pcc pop sports shorts um new normal wrestling um you just got a little bit of something for everybody and whatever you're looking for we have it and you know what if you want to bring something to it hit us up on social media let's talk let's find out how we can make the fourth wall pop network take it to the hashtag next level pop in 2023 until then until next time until the next episode which coincidentally you don't have to wait very long because it's only tomorrow but until the next episode right here in the 12 days of christmas content marathon i am jared he is johnny bones and we will see you the next episode